0: Recording in progress.
1: Hello, my friends. Welcome, welcome to PMP Exam Reset. This is where we reset our focus to be able to get to our goals, to be able to get to our targets. Now, if you are thinking of taking a PMP exam, these are guidelines to get you moving along. The first thing I want to remind you about today is your exam date. If you haven't set an exam date, this is one of the biggest obstacles for people When you don't set a date, nothing happens. So you need to set an exam date. Do you wanna take the exam in the next two weeks or two months or three months? My recommendation is when you begin the program, three months needs to be like a maximum. Once you begin going over three months, the law of diminishing return kicks in in hyperdrive. You find it harder to get it done. You find it harder to retain the content. And what's worse is if you've been for a boot camp where you studied the 49, the 10, and the five, and I'm talking about the knowledge areas, uh, the, the processes. Uh, so, this is the 49 processes, the 10 knowledge areas, and the five process groups. You find it harder to even remember what they're called. You know, people find it hard to retain this information. In my mind, the sweet spot for anyone should be right around that six to eight weeks. That should be the sweet spot. The moment you're going outside of six to eight weeks, if you've really been drumming hard on this stuff, it becomes the law of diminishing returns. You need a lot more effort to keep plowing. So my recommendation is set your exam date from now, not more than three months out, and decide that you're going to get back on the horse. Some of you would say, Phil, I can't get back on the horse. It's hard. I don't even know where to start. How do I start studying all over again? Well, you need to go on down to hpmexam.com and let us get you back on the horse. Some of you fallen off you've tumbled, but that's okay. We'll put it back together at hpmexam.com. How do we do that at hpmexam.com? Well, what we do is we put your exam efforts back in focus. We focus you on the big things that matter. People is huge on your exam. Whether you are looking at an agile perspective or a hybrid perspective, or a predictive perspective. What we're gonna do in hpmexam.com in the immersion bootcamp is refocus your efforts on people. Everything you need to know about people, building a team, working with stakeholders, engaging the stakeholders, managing conflict, the Hersey-Blanchard model that helps you understand depending on people's propensities, In a company, you could either direct, you could coach, you could support, you could delegate. It really depends on a lot. But this whole mantra, we will get you back into motion regarding things like the five stages of team development, forming, storming, norming, performing, adjourning, and why we don't like adjourning why in the world of Agile we avoid it. We talk about things such as conflict resolution. We talk about what it means to avoid or withdraw, what it means to compromise or reconcile, and all the others under the Thomas Killman Mode instrument. We'll get you back in shape at hpmexam.com. So if you need that reset, my friends, you need to come on down there. There's no excuse anymore. So I'm asking you to set an exam date and you're saying, Phil, uh, I need a tune-up. Well, come for the tune-up and let's get you on the road. Let's get you back on track. Okay. The other thing that we do, we focus your efforts on the process piece. Process, when people hear process, they're thinking about the 49. It's not just the 49. It's agile. And within agile, it's it's scrum, right? It's understanding good old agile manifesto principles and values. It's understanding the PEMBOK perspective, whatever that may look like, understanding that whole narrative of projects, programs, operations, the value delivery system, knowledge areas, processes, process groups, and the flow to them, right? And then processes also understanding what a hybrid model could look like what hybridization is all about agile practice guide pages 27 28 that region understanding that stuff we'll get you back on track with that right and last but not least understanding the business area business and understanding what your job is as a product owner as a facilitator, as a PM, as a scrum master, as a developer on a team, understanding how the business affects what you're doing and how you affect the business. These are some of the things we look at at hpmexam.com. We call this the PMP exam immersion because we're going to immerse you for four hours into this stuff. You are so immersed that by the time you come out, you know the enormity of stuff to cover. You are reminded, you are refreshed. You get the lingo down, you get the language down, and you know what else you get down? The most important thing you get down is this thing we call, it's in the mind, it's in the brain here, right? (laughs) This is meant to be a a human, right? Very strange looking one. But this is the mindset. We get the mindset down. You need to get the mindset down. So everything happening in the mind. This is what your exam is contingent on. Because a lot of folks, they don't have the mindset down. They get into the test and they think it's going to be more rope. Formulas. No, it's none of that stuff to succeed. Yes, we do talk a little bit about SPI and CPI and CV and SV, but when rubber meets road, it's going to be more mindset than anything else. So, my friends, I want to challenge you today. What's your date? If you're watching this and you don't have a date with your PMP destiny, my friends, You need to set a date right now. I challenge you. Set a date in your head. And then I want you to submit your application form. If you already have the hours to take the exam and you haven't sent in your application, what are you doing? Watch my video on how to fill in the application. I have a lot of pre-filled content that you can take and adjust based on your own individual experience. Why don't you do that? Set a date. Submit your application to the PMI
2: and begin working towards that day,
1: PMP D-Day. Work towards it. That's the way you're going to succeed, my friends. All right? If you don't set a date, you don't submit your application, you're not working towards a specific date. If all you're doing is just binge watching random PMP videos on YouTube, you are not going to become a PMP. You got to get to a point where you say, all right, I'm going to take in on that date. PMI, there's my application. And let me start work. You know what really sets the ball in motion? It's this one. It's fixing the date. That's why a lot of you... Have been on this journey for five months, seven months, some of you over a year. You got to fix a date. All right. So I have a lot of vehicles in place to help you. Okay. The place you want to check out first, the website you want to check out first is praiseon.com. Because if you've got different needs in your journey, maybe what you're looking for is one on one coaching. Maybe what you're looking for is, maybe you're watching and you're not even taking PMP. Maybe you're taking a different certification. Well, if you go on down to praiseon.com, what you're going to find is an assortment of possibilities to help your unique situation. So right now we have a masterclass going on for several weeks for PMP. But the hpmexam.com one I told you about is this one in the middle here that says half day PMP exam bootcamp. See, you can't beat the price in 10 years, right? A half day bootcamp where you're loaded with a solid 500 plus page book that has people, process and business well covered and individual quizzes for each task. This is where you wanna be, my friends, all right? So why don't you just go on down to the page? I'm gonna put a link below, but it's hpmexam.com. I find a lot of people needing this, and it's not available on any other site that I know of other than this, where we have a half-day boot camp to boot you into shape. And our graduates, they get certified every week. This is where you need to be, all right? So that is that is one option. That's one possibility. But going back here, you can see we've got some one-on-one coaching, going at a steal. That deal won't hang around, so if I were you, I'll jump on that. Right, And then we also have an on-demand class. So if you can only study on demand, well hit that link. For those who want to study for the ACP, or you want to go for JIRA training, a course to help you understand what that's all about. You want to learn about story mapping. You want to learn about what the product owner does. There are so many opportunities for you here. So, so many. My recommendation is go on down to praiseon.com and just take a look at the enormity of content that we have there for you, okay? For those of you just come in, it's the PMP exam reset. I'm talking about how you can reset your mind towards your goal, reset. And the first step is to decide, here's my date. The second step is for you to get back on the horn Go to hpmexam.com. If you are new to this journey and you're hungry to know about the enormity of content, get your company to send you. Right now, it's going out of steel. Go to hpmexam.com, and that could be a very good wake-up for you as to what the PMP exam entails. It's very rapid, four hours you're gonna get a ton of content that you have access to for one month. You are also gonna get a solid book. And this book is broken down into people, process, business. It has a mock exam at the back of the book that is people, process, and business. And all throughout the course, you have quizzes for each section. And when you get to the end, you also see a brilliant cheat sheet that guides you on the specific pages to study in the PMBOK Guide, the Agile Practice Guide, and what have you, all right? So if you need a reboot, you need to go on down to the hpmexam.com website, okay? Also, remember that right here on YouTube, we've got a plethora of videos that come out very, very often. So, if you need motivation and support for your exam, I highly advise you to subscribe to the channel right now so that you will be notified. And don't forget to hit the bell icon, you know, because when these videos come out, you don't want to miss them. They come out pretty quick. So, hit subscribe. The bell icon and give us a thumbs up, a like. It always helps the algorithm and helps us keep producing great content for you. Okay, now before we round up for today, I want to ask you a few questions. My first question to you is What
2: is the first thing? a product owner should do on a new endeavor? What is the first thing a product owner
1: should do? What comes to your mind? What's the narrative? Tell me, what is the first thing you think the product owner should do? I want you to tell me. It's an open slate. So I want you to put a comment in the live chat going on right now, okay? What is the first thing a product
2: owner should do? When you've answered that question, I want you to answer this one.
0: What is The most important job
2: for the scrum master. Give me one. There's no right or wrong
1: answer, okay? Again, I want you to keep the dialogue going. You do know that the exam right now is very heavily agile. For a lot of people, some people say it's a 40-60 in favor of you know 60% agile, 40% predictive. Some people say 50-50. But 50. Well, the bottom line is you can't escape the agile narrative. So what is the
2: first thing a product owner should do? What is the most important job for the scrum master? Answer those. And the third one. I want you to type in the three key responsibilities
0: of a scrum
1: developer. And you do know developer doesn't mean software alone. It could mean hardware, it could mean anything to the people doing the work so let's have some dialogue i would really love to see some chats here about what is the first thing a product owner should do what is the most important job for the scrum master and three key responsibilities of a scrum developer can you hit those questions you answer those questions it'll be nice to know what you think okay look at it like a poll don't look at it like a quiz But if, as I'm asking you these questions, you feel lost, that's a red light right there that you need to close some gaps because you should at least have something to say. We're not all going to say the same thing, that's for sure, but you should have something to say, okay? You get that? Those are your first three questions for your Scrum Reset. This is your Scrum Agile Reset, if you will. All right, let's move on to the next one.
2: The next thing I would like you to answer is as follows. And hey, if you are already a PMP, it would be nice to hear your perspective as well. All right, the next set of things I want you to answer are, the first
0: thing a project manager Should do after the charter
2: is created. So your project charter has been created. What do you do next as the PM? Okay. Again, look at it as a kind of survey question. Second thing I want you to say
0: is what is a flow for a change request coming into a project team.
2: Can you tell me that one? What is a flow for a change request
1: coming into a project team? I want you to give me steps, step one, step two. You can give me anywhere from five to 10 steps. I expect you to have anywhere from five to 10. Can you put some chats there? Let's show each other the great stuff hiding in our heads so that others can learn from this string. okay?
2: All right. And here's the third and final question.
0: Third and final question. List out at least five steps for closing out a project.
2: Can you do that? So I've asked you for six things.
1: I really want you to think about these things. And if you don't have answers to them, then immediately I see your PMP exam is at risk. Personally, as someone who's been doing this for over 17 years, I can tell you, if you do not have some sort of comeback to these answers, there are gaps. And those gaps, they could threaten your exam experience. That's why I want the dialogue to keep going around these six general things. Let's take a look at them one more time from the very beginning. So I first of all shared with you from the world of Scrum and Agile, what is the first thing a product owner should do? What is the most important job for the Scrum master? Three key
2: responsibilities of a Scrum developer. In other words, someone who's doing the work on the team. All right? Second set of things I asked:
1: What is the first thing a PM should do after a charter is created? What is a flow for a change requests coming into a project team? And third, list out at least five steps for closing
2: a project okay if you can hit these things it will be much appreciated if you're able to put them in the chat do that if you're only able to
1: get the comment section whenever you see this go ahead and do that as well okay for the sake of those who are just coming this is pmp reset this is where we reset our focus for the pmp exam And one of the places people struggle with is not knowing what to do if they've fallen off the horse. And what I said is, if you've fallen off the horse, you need to go on down to hpmexam.com and get back on the wagon. hpmexam.com is going to help you to get the people, the process, and the business tightened up help you get it back in focus, help you get your mojo back. These happen on Sundays. We've got one coming up this week. So go to the website, hpmexam.com. Check out the half-day boot camp. Let's tighten up whatever's loose. And let's get you to dominate on the exam. Okay? Again, hpmexam.com. All right. If you got any questions as you prepare for this behemoth of a test, do let me know. I also want you to think about the ramifications of taking your exam at home. Oh, dear. If you are thinking of taking your exam at home, you want to do all the due diligence of reading the rules. Read The rules. Because if you don't know the rules, you could make some blunders that could cost you your exam experience and you have to pay all over again. So please read the rules. You're not allowed to speak, talk, (laughs) uh, grunt, uh, huff and puff under your breath, uh, whisper the question to yourself under your breath, uh, have noise distractions. No. They are very strict. The moment they hear anything else in the background other than silence, you're going to be told to discontinue or they might just rudely cut off your exam. So be warned if you're taking the exam at home using the on view system, you could have some pretty horrendous, horrendous experiences because Stuff happens, bad stuff happens. You get the proctor from hell that's having a bad day on top of that, double whammy. Some people's exams have been unceremoniously stopped. Some people have had technical issues where they were unable to hear the proctor, they were unable to communicate, and therefore the exam was stopped. So I don't mean to scare you, but I got to warn you that taking the test at home has its whole stress chapter that you know I pray you don't have to ever read but a lot of my students have had to read that chapter when it starts happening to them the equipment doesn't work the firewall is blocking all of a sudden they did a, a dry run it was great but on the day of just crazy stuff happening try to get hold of a proctor can't get hold of one Try to get hold of PMI, can't get hold of PMI, they'll tell you it's over the weekend, we're not available. So crazy stuff happens. Crazy stuff that will it'll make people, some poor people, and I'm I'm telling you stories, real stories. You know, poor people, their eyes almost pop out of their head regarding what happens. You know, <laughs> you don't want this to be you. It, no, you don't want this to be you. So you got to be ready to face the unexpected. I'm not saying your exam is going to be the one that's hit, but you got to be ready for the craziness that happens at home. This is why I tell anyone, if you're not super chill and you're not able to roll with uncertainty and crazy stuff happening, you need to go on down to a test center, my friend. You go on down to a test center because in a test center, They sort you out then and there properly. If crazy stuff happens, you know, you got a support right there. Someone who's gonna sort it out for you. Someone who's gonna work with you. You know, our recent PMP guru, Vicky, she shared how certain accommodations should have been in place and they were not in place, but she was able to take the exam somehow right? And then she needed water. There was no water cooler in that place. But one of the proctors helped her go to her vehicle and get water out. You're more likely to have help in a test center, my friend, than of course at home. I know some of you got to take it at home. But I also want you to know that taking it at home comes with heartache sometimes. I had a student who three times She had to take the experience, not that she failed or anything, but the first time technology messed her up, the proctor didn't show up. The second time, it was some kind of crazy firewall. And the third time, she said, You know what? I'm just going to go to a test center. That's what she did. And she's a PMP today. But it was very, very painful to just watch her go through months of prep, come to the point where she's taking the test and the stupid test. Software doesn't work. It's sad, but it happens to a lot of people. You got to be ready. If you're like, no, Phil, I don't have any option. I got to take it at home. Okay. Just be ready. And you got to be cool, calm, collected. If you are in this disposition, this mindset, you're fine. Because you just say, no big deal. I'm going to try again on a different day. Or no big deal. I'm just going to go to a test center. I should have listened to Phil. Let me just go to a test center. If you can take it in a test center, please do, because I, I really would not put money on any anything from OnView due to what I've heard from various students. A lot, too many of them. If
2: you've watched this channel long enough, you know what I'm talking about. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is the pen box six versus pen box seven. Pros and cons, what should I read? What shouldn't I read? Well, the biggest con in the seventh is a
0: lack of depth around
2: the basics. It is so poor in the basics, it's not even funny.
1: Very, very poor. P6, the PEMBOX 6 is deep and content
0: rich.
2: The second thing I wanna talk about regarding this is
1: the Box 6 covers
2: all dimensions. What do I mean by all dimensions? Let's talk about that for a second. When I talk about all dimensions, the box 6 has a generous helping of agile considerations, right? There's a section in each chapter from
1: four to 13 that covers agile from a
2: knowledge area perspective, right? This covers limited process. At the end of the day, in a bit to make it lightweight. It's lightweight in content as well. It doesn't have enough substance. In my mind, this is a zero agile
1: depth. Very, very poor, horrendously poor my friends. I would not recommend you to hang your hat of success on this book, or even think you can, because it, it, the stand is going to fall. <laughs> you try to hang your your success, and it will disappoint you. It cannot hold. It cannot hold success in my mind. It would be a miracle. The reason is is the agile depth, This the very little agile mention. Scrum is is non-existent in the seventh edition. You know, there's very little you can take away. In my mind, for both of these, you still
2: need the Agile Practice Guide, but not as much as you would on the seventh.
1: The seventh, you need the Agile Practice Guide, and then you need the Pembok six to be able to cope, to be solid for the exam. Seventh is is very, very, very flimsy in terms of the base that a lot of people need. The only good thing I can say that the seventh gives, that the sixth doesn't give a lot of, is the 12 principles. 12 principles. The seventh, of course, has that. The sixth does not have
2: a whole lot of principle focus. But you could still glean
1: a lot of what the principles in the seventh say from reading various sections of the sixth edition. The sixth edition has sections for every chapter from four down called
2: The Considerations for Agile. And it also has the emerging practices for each knowledge area.
1: It tells you what is latest and greatest. This is meh where that is concerned, all right? For those of you who are just coming, for the past number of minutes, we've been talking about the PMP Exam Immersion Program. It's at hpmexam.com. It's gonna get you immersed into the world of the PMP. If you are struggling to get certified and you need help, you need a tune-up, you need a reboot, go on down to hpmexam.com and sign up for our next program and stick around because you can learn a lot from what I'm telling you here on this awesome day for your exam. So we've we've been talking about all sorts of things. A, A few moments ago, I told you, if you don't set a date, you are gonna be late. You need that date. So set a date, then submit your application to the PMI, and then work towards the day for D-Day. That's just how it works. Okay. I also mentioned in the very beginning that if you were stuck, you should look out for my video on how to fill in the application. I told you that the PMP exam immersion course at hpmexam.com is going to help set your mind. It's like going for a tune-up with a chiropractor, getting adjusted so that when you come out, you feel great. You feel like you've had a new lease on life. That's what the PMP exam immersion at hpmexam.com does for you. Puts you on the right trajectory, for you to succeed on your PMP exam.